and welcome to the under the bus podcast i am clayton joined by merch how are you doing merch lakers and five baby who would have thought right um definitely not rockets fans remember mm-hmm. you know they're they were so sure that that it was going to be rockets and six and there were so many that were like i'm not worried about about the lakers at all lebron is old ad is soft this that and other bullshit like get out of here dude like we we oh man we got a lot to talk about that's for sure especially when it comes to uh no, there's a twitter. lot to talk about <laughs> there's a lot to talk about with rocket's twitter so um as you have as you can obviously tell and if you haven't seen the stats of or the 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 box score of the lakers game, game they obviously won in five games okay i don't think either of us were we were both confident in six games i don't think either of us were very confident in five games were we no i i thought harden had at least two gigantic games in him, and i thought i guess i thought the same with dame lillard and i was wrong on both on both times <laughs> yep. yep so the lakers are now eight and two in the playoffs moving eight on two. to the western conference finals um <laughs> Real, real quick, before we get into, before we get into the Lakers winning, I just, I have to give a shout out to some of those Rockets, <laughs> you know, Twitter people that someone is say, saying that they ordered a, uh, a ticket to LA <laughs> to try and you know fight people. I'm like, good luck with that, man. Like you're from Houston. Bulls got next. Shout out to Bulls got next. Shout, shout out to Red ninety four. Shout out to the Dream Shake SBN. You know, yep. oh, Caruso scored sixteen points. <laughs> sixteen points. God. Like, oh my god. Was, oh my god. When I I I heard that at two thirty in the morning, I I got woken up and. I checked the DMs and that was in literally every single one of my DMs with buddies. It was just incredible. And I was like, I have to listen to this podcast in the morning. Oh, I listened to that and whole part at like three I, in the I morning. And and, and they, that is probably the, the podcast that they have that will have the most listens and downloads or whatever. Just absolutely hysteric, hysterical because like, Lakers fans had to go on there to laugh and you know maybe they got money for for whatever good for them I don't you know care. But like, <laughs> that was that was just so oh it was comedy gold comedy gold then it was conspiracy theories about you know like why would a married person you know have an affair like that's not sadly oh, a and, and, and then they and then they turned it into like a racial thing all of a sudden yeah and the political hit job and oh my god it was just I couldn't stop laughing. I could not stop laughing. I, I I I woke up early to to go get coffee and breakfast before uh, before teaching, you know, middle school kids. So I, I it, it 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 made me have such a because uh, what was that Friday morning? It was yes. So yesterday morning, it was, it was yeah. It was yesterday morning. Yeah. So like yesterday was actually one of my even though like I I just was so ready for the weekend that was like one of my best best days because it was just so great i could not stop laughing in the car to to listening to these two guys you know like 
QAnon going crazy. Shout out to um, uh, Run the Jewels and also, oh goodness, um, he got it from someone else. I can't remember. Uh, Tuasant, right? Oh yeah, Josh. Josh. I think it was Josh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Both of the, both of them. I think it was Josh who originally um, at Josh to Saint um, came up with a who anon for for garbage conspiracy. It was just. Oh man! Oh no no no! Here's my favorite. Here's my favorite Rockets Twitter com- complaint that LeBron gets more call- is favored by the refs, and the Lakers get a favorable whistle. <laughs> and I don't know the numbers when it comes to free throws, but James Harden shot more free throws alone than the Lakers did in Game Four, and they still yeah. lost by ten. <laughs> yeah, he 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 had twenty free throws, and he what he he had the same amount. Of field goals made as Taylor Horton Tucker. Shout out yes. to the second round pick, THT. our boy THT. We will, the we will same talk about the field goals made as James Harden. He didn't have the 20 field goal attempts as oh, of, but oh my God, you know, you can't lose to Scrubs. You know, they can't <laughs> score 21 points. Oh man, it was, oh man, what a, what a loser. That was so great. I mean, whatever. Bless Rockets Twitter. Thank you. <laughs> It was just, oh man, it was, yeah, yeah, it was, it was comedy gold sent from heaven, you know, it it was just, it was just so funny. It was, oh man, it was so great, but yeah, no. And then they are losing or have been losing their mind on Twitter ever since game three, you know, like how should have been, how should have been able to play. And then like shortly after that podcast, then they were like, uh, the NBA was like, um, no, he's being sent home. He can no longer be in the bubble, no matter what. And I'm just like, oh man. And I, you know, I don't, I don't give a crap about any of those Houston fans. I feel bad for his wife, you know, because like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 how it had to be uh, broken to her, you know, that he that his door opened twice, and the second time it opened was several hours later. Yeah, they were having a very fun conversation, I'm sure. Oh, if, oh. if it was Daniel House, but that's that's the story if for it was Daniel House, you know. <laughs> and then you know Tyson Chandler trying to be the fall guy, which he's married to. I'm just like, oh man. The the, oh, man. the Rockets the Rockets went home early, and House went home. House went back to his home. <laughs> Empty house is, you know. I would totally expect his wife and, and kids to be gone. I, I I do feel bad for his wife and kids because that's that's some some crap, man. You couldn't you couldn't wait. You couldn't mm-hmm. wait. Like that's that's something. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, I felt like I was kind of skirting that line of of two years ago when oh, I made yeah. the joke about Paul <laughs> and. <laughs> Then someone of the reviews later came in. <laughs> what an asshole talking about stuff well, like that. Well, I mean, I am an asshole, but I mean, that's that's you know, nothing new, absolutely nothing new. <laughs> that is nothing new. <laughs> so, um, I say all of this with a giant smile on my face, except <laughs> I do, except feeling bad for, for his wife and kids. I do, I do genuinely feel bad. For them, yeah. so that's that's the only member of the Rockets family or ex Rockets family um, to be that I feel bad for at all. Um, now that we have had our 
had our fun. We <laughs> get to this. Let's have um, even more fun. <laughs> let's even have more fun. LeBron was ridiculous this series, as we said that he would be absolutely ridiculous. Um, they had no one above six six or six seven in their lineup. He was the point guard for the Lakers and six eight, bigger than anyone else on the floor. It was, I mean. Just literally every game, even even though what game four he only had <clears throat> what I think he had like only ten points or something like that. No, it and, was like sixteen five and like eight or something like that. All right, so so it was just it was just a lot lower than rest of the games, and but it was just all curb stompings at that point. You oh know? yeah, yeah. Like it was the the game game four when they they lost by ten, they were up by twenty, and then like well even tonight where they. They won tonight by what twenty three. Um, yeah, they. It was it was just so great because like in the f- second quarter, I was oh man, I was not actually able to watch as much as I would like to watch because I have things I have to do, <laughs> being a being a dad and you know all this other stuff you know, and uh, I they were up by twenty and then all of a sudden the the. Rockets went on like a 17 to two run and they were only down by like five. And then the next time I look up as you know, I'm listening to it still there. Next time I look up, I'm like, Oh wow. They're back up by 12. And then, you know, the fourth quarter or end of the third quarter, they were up by 22 or 23. And then I was just like, Oh man, this is just, they're done. They, they, the the Rockets have their one run, but it was an overall ass beating by the Lakers. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, man, it was, it was so great, you know, and then they're talking about, well, they beat us with small ball. Well, when you got AD, who is 6'11", yeah. it's not true small ball. Nope. You know, because it, it, I mean, the, the Lakers are starting, what, three guys over 6'8", LeBron, Keith, and, and AD. They're, they're yeah. all over 6'8", 6'9". Yeah. The, at, at one point, the Lakers were up 11 or uh, 33 to 11 in the first quarter. So and then then that's when the the Rockets made a run. Uh they made it like 31 to 38, but then after that it, the Lakers just were like, "Oh, we'll stop playing with our food and we'll we'll yeah. go up by double digits." It was the closest the closest it got was 7 early in the third, but then after that it was it was done. It was done. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the Lakers, after losing game one, went four games in a row. So essentially a gentleman sweep. Um, The only game that wasn't double digits was game two, where Mm -hmm. they won by eight. Um, And honestly, it was just a lot of. It was three quarters of dominating and then that one abysmal quarter. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, yeah, game four of just dominating. And then they were like, oh, it got within five. And then, yeah. But it was, it's just so great. I just, I just can't like, not only did Houston Twitter go crazy, but just NBA Twitter, just they, they, I mean, from, from like the, the guy that all of us love and Zach Lowe, you know, mm-hmm. saying that this was a coin flip series. If anyone really thought it was a true coin flip, coin flip series, then they had, they weren't paying attention. They were looking too closely at that what February game or whatever, where yeah, the Rockets did handle the Lakers, but there was there was a lot of different stuff going on. You know, this is this is a Lakers team that is just not going to 
to really lay down and die. Lay down and die. Mm-hmm. They, I yeah. mean, they they usually expect kind of teams to do that for them. Um, yeah. And then but, that's how they lose the those giant leads and yeah, that's yeah. how they you know within seven and then after that they're like oh let's let's just put it out of put them out of their misery yeah um so moving on to to ad i, I mean you're gonna hear so much about lebron and it, he was absolutely fantastic what game four had like four or five blocks it was a block party by braun um yeah. but and and that was after he scored 29 in the first half. Yes. Um AD was AD. Um yeah. Very for some reason yeah, for some reason for some reason NBA Twitter thinks that Anthony Davis is not very consistent or good in the playoffs for some reason. It just I don't I don't understand it. He had he had like one bad game against Portland admittedly. It that was, was the fir- the only bad playoff game I've ever seen Anthony Davis play. Yeah, and I oh man, I need I I want to try and find a tweet here in a little bit of Anthony Davis in in um closeout games of just how just stupid he is, N- not mm-hmm. stupid as in bad, but stupid as in just ridiculous. I mean, even even in game one where the Rockets, you know, middle of the middle of the fourth or whatever, started to put the Lakers away. Um, AD was still 25. He had 25 points. He was 10 for 16, four for four from the free throw line. Like he, he was still really good. Like that, that right there was the determining factor right there. Not, not just LeBron. I mean, LeBron obviously is fantastic, but the ability to go small without going small. Anthony Davis is a wing and a big man's body, you know, man. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, just damn it. He was so he was so good. So and, good. And, and you know what? He didn't shoot I, that many threes, too. Like he didn't shoot really any in this series. No. <laughs> he didn't need to. When he's when you're six eleven and you have like a seven five wingspan or whatever, and you're able to just jump over everyone anyways, like yeah. there was there was no need. I mean t- tonight. He didn't even shoot any threes. He uh, AD. I don't even think he put up a shot until like the middle of the second quarter. Like, yeah, he just he, we were he just didn't him have to have to do anything. Yeah, yeah, he just didn't even have to. Like, and like, it wasn't even a bad AD game, too. No, no, he had he had thirteen points. Not not a ton of points, but he was you know four for nine, five for six from the field. But he had eleven boards, four assists, a block. He did have several turnovers and whatnot, but he was a plus 29. Again, plus or minus per game, per game, per game, you know, is what not the biggest or the best stat in the world. But mm-hmm. like, oh, fudge, man, he was just, he was just so good this series. I mean, th- that was, that was the X factor when you can be, when you can go small, but act, like not have to actually be small. Like, you just destroyed AD's the one that's gonna uh, AD is the one that's gonna make us champions. I mean, at, at the end of the day, uh, yeah. LeBron is always gonna be LeBron, and we said this yeah. before. If Anthony Davis is playing to his the best of his ability, we're unbeatable. I think at least, like I think, I think yeah. we're the Lakers are an unbeatable team because not only is Anthony Davis such a dominant force on offense, 
he is the defensive player of the year. I don't care. He is the best defender in the league. It. I don't think Giannis should deserved it. AD is the best defender in the league because he's the most versatile defender in the league. He yes. can defend legitimately one through five, not yeah, just a guy who can switch yeah, on to one. There, there were several times where he defended Westbrook, who that was a guy, if you listen to the preview podcast, that was a guy we said that he should defend, and he did, and he did just fine. Now, of course, Westbrook is already saying, well, I'm not at 100% health. It didn't matter, man. Like no, it, didn't, it, was, it was never going to matter. It didn't matter. Yeah, it was never going to matter because you can't shoot. <laughs> like you can't shoot. You love. I mean, yeah, look shots. back to game two. Westbrook, for example, tonight, four for 13, 0 for three from three point range, two for six from the free throw line. I do find it really funny that Harden only had four free throws tonight. <laughs> um, but I digress. Um, there wasn't a huge disparity. It was 29 free throws for the Lakers, 24 for the Rockets. Um, which is surprising. I did kind of think that they were going to get a, a big whistle again. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, if you listen to the preview podcast, we also talked about how we thought that the Lakers would beat the Rockets by going big, you know, a lot of Dwight who just did not play like at all this series. He played, I think mm-hmm. a little bit in the first, in game one. And then he only played, he only played some tonight just because they didn't want to actually, you know, it was it was five minutes. It was so yeah, it was like, garbage time. It was garbage time. It was garbage. It was garbage. Garbage time. So, like, I I didn't really want them to go small because I was worried like they would play too much into the Rockets game mm-hmm. of just jacking up a ton of threes and whatnot. But when you got LeBron and AD AD taking it to, you know, just destroying them in the paint, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that was the that was the a big thing that I, I thought if they did go small was LeBron's defense on the weak side, and he showed and it. He was phenomenal. Yeah, he was. He showed why he won Defensive Player of the Year, right? I mean, yeah, like he was, or he, or he got votes at least back when he was in Miami. Like he, he's yeah. that's when he cares. He is a top what ten defender. He's yeah. he's a, an elite elite defender. He might be one of the best defenders ever. Like, he, and no one really talks got, about he it. Got defensive votes, all NBA defensive votes this year. Um, and yeah. that was and, and, and honestly, he, he I think he deserved it more than like Kawhi this year. But that's yeah. I mean, both of them had times where they just definitely took times off. Um, right. AD kept uh, LeBron honest a lot more often than like Paul George made Kawhi. Um, but anyways, um, so yeah. it was, it was really interesting. I mean, you and I kind of like went at cam a little bit in, in the shout chats, um, about shout out to cam, um, about that. And I honestly still think that if the Lakers put in Dwight, it, it would have turned out exactly how we said anyways. Um, it was yeah. just that and, and, decided yeah. that he was going to be really good this series apparently instead of like that portland series he was not very good um so shout out shout out to uh vogel for you know making those changes in what started game four and then obviously tonight as well of starting keith after game three he brought keith uh with the starting after halftime uh starting lineup Mm -hmm. after halftime um he played a huge role he was 
we'll we'll get into I'll let you get into the numbers on that one. Um, but just shout out to Vogel, especially after the very first game, we were all like, What are you doing? Yeah, like we sounded like the Houston Rockets fans <laughs> on their podcasts, except you know, not conspiracy theory. yeah yeah no it it was uh i was really impressed just with the way that vogel's a guy that uh i trust a lot to scheme against a team in a seven game series because once he figures you out i think you're done we saw it with the rockets we saw it with the blazers i think i mean the Lakers have such a versatile defense that they're it's gonna be it might be a completely different defense against the clippers or the nuggets or whoever they play but let's say it's the Clippers. It, it it might be a completely different defense. We might go even. We might we might go big. We we're gonna see multiple guys on on Kawhi. We're gonna defend Kawhi a way different way than we would have defended James Harden and, and Damian Lillard. Um, so I, I props to him on the offensive end. Or sorry, on the defensive end and offensively, putting Keith in that that starting rotation really opens up just a lot of things for the rest of the guys. Um, it gives you another good shooter, and if he shoots like he did in this series, maybe even like a great shooter, um, and it gives LeBron and AD to so much more room to operate. So it was a really well-coached series by Vogel outside of game one, really. Yeah, we were we were all very angry after game one. <laughs> um, yeah. More, more Keith to – or, uh, excuse me, in game four was four for 10 from the field, one for four from three, not that great, four rebounds, like not not anything really to just like, oh my God, he's just so, yeah. he's like killing it out there with like stat, um, the box score stats, you know, like mm-hmm. don't always look for that. He was just so, so good for the Lakers when it came time to just actually be on the floor. You know, it not and he just great defense too. He was switching really well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and as, as you said, like being able to open up the floor and, and whatnot, and just also making it a point, a lot of this is, you know, kind of goes towards Vogel and it is Vogel. I'm going to say that right now. It is Vogel who is making these adjustments because not coach LeBron, Rockets, not coach <laughs> LeBron, not, not according to, you know, according to Rockets, um fans now morris tonight of course was he did kill it in the box score mm-hmm. six to seven from the field four for four from three uh only three rebounds but three assists and um he was a plus 17 in 24 minutes 16 points just it it was it was nice seeing a guy who at the deadline there was talks you know at least in dms about he would be a guy that we'd like to see paired up if they were to have traded for like a Derrick Rose, which I'm so glad they didn't. But yeah. um, I know that'll piss some people off, but I don't care. Um, adding him would have just, you know, been the, the cherry on top as a lot of people said, you know, as our boy at BJ meta talked about several times. Um, and after just some sketchiness of not necessarily of just like bad, but just like there were times where he, you know, looked like he was just joining a new team yeah. because he, because he was maybe now he's starting to get used to the lineups and kept, you know, getting that all important chemistry, which 
that the Lakers just seem to have so much of, you know, the, yeah. they, they all seem happy, you know, unlike the Rockets who, according to champs, were all yelling at each other <laughs> at, the, at, you know, the end of game four. Um, Cause who knows if Daniel Haas was actually the one in that room and it wasn't, you know, strip club Harden. <laughs> I do, I do love I do love that that conspiracy that uh some of us on Lakers Twitter have talked about. It is <laughs> it is fun. I'm not saying that is what happened, but I'm not saying it's not not what happened. It definitely fits Harden's uh MO. He know? has a jersey retired in a strip club because he spent a million dollars in a night. <laughs> uh going a little bit more off of what you said on or just what we were talking about with this the lineup change. Um I just tweeted this out a little while ago. The 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 five the start the starting lineup of LeBron, Danny Green, KCP, Morris, and A D uh in 30 minutes were a net rating of 54.9. That's, <laughs> That's just stupid. So let's I'm very much hoping that we see that uh going to uh, in the future against whoever we play in the Western conference finals. Yes. Yes. Um, just to even kind of break down like two man lineups, the, the Morris and Anthony Davis two man lineup had 91 minutes together in, or have had 91 minutes together in the playoffs. Um, they are a plus 24.6, 112.9 offensive rating, 88.3 defensive rating. Um, that's uh, 91 minutes isn't a huge amount, but in the playoffs, it's it's getting there. That's over nine minutes a game, and it's and really that's you know from the last three or four games, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So, and then of course our boy, you know, the dynamic duo of LeBron and Caruso God of 144 <laughs> minutes together this uh, playoffs. 114.9 offensive rating, 93.3 defensive rating with a net rating of 21.7. Just, <laughs> just fantastic. I we'll get to we'll get to Caruso in a minute, but just some of these some of these two man lineups are just so so much fun. Um 147 minutes, LeBron and AD are a plus 19, 118.5 offensive rating, 99.4 defensive rating but remember jackie mcmullen it is harder to fit in anthony davis because he's a big it's harder (laughs) to fit him in and we don't know if they're actually going to be able to work out guys it's insane that one of the best finishers ever and one of the greatest passers ever worked works well together i'm dumbfounded that it works (laughs) it's just shocking guys it's just shocking. Like, oh my god! Like, I am, I am a huge pessimist. If I mean, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you know this. I am a super pessimistic person. I never like. I I still have issues with like some of like what they gave up and blah blah blah. And you can be say it's fine, and that's fine. If you want to say it is, then I don't care. Um, but I never said that they wouldn't be able to fit like fit together. That was such a match made in heaven. They both yeah. have the ability to stretch the floor to an extent. LeBron better at shooting threes than AD. AD had moments this year though where he was just killer from deep. Um, but then, but then, whatever. <laughs> we're gonna move on. We're gonna we're gonna move on. Um, shout out to Lakers Twitter for finally um, bullying Danny Green into success. 
I'm going to say that. Um, the last couple games, uh, I think tonight he was four for six from three, and then he was two for five the other night. Um, Danny Green, you know, in the in, you're in your mid thirties, you know, shout out to uh, uh, Ricky Spanish for for that. Um, he was Danny. Oh man, he was so good on. It just seemed like every time I looked up from either my phone for for Twitter or like what I was doing around, it seemed like he was getting another rebound. And I don't <laughs> even think he was rebounding that much. I mean, there was there was definitely times where he he was, but um, he. He just always seemed to be get every time I look up, he'd he'd be getting another board. Yeah, like tonight, he only had four rebounds. That's that's not a lot of rebounds, but again, every time it seemed like he was getting one, or some of those ridiculous plays where he would just be cutting in to crash the boards and then just steal it from someone or like poke it away and it would lead to something else. Like Danny Green was finally Danny Green again, and it was nice to see that, you know. Lakers Twitter bullying him back into success. Just- hey man, he's been bad for a while. Uh, and if this is if the upswing means he's going to be great in the Western Conference Finals, then it was all worth it. It was yeah, it was definitely worth it. Um, that that starting lineup the last couple nights were, was very fun, especially like a, a guy who we're not even going to really talk about him a lot, um, because he's at this point he just is what he is uh, a good to really good defender and a knockdown shooter and Contavious Caldwell Pulp. Yeah. Where he just quietly is just playing better than most people are expecting. Um, also in, in a super, super small sample size, but this is really fun it, because it's just so stupid. Um, KCP and THT, Taylor Horton Tucker. Yes. In one minute play together, this playoffs yes. has an offensive rating of 150 with a defense rating of zero. Sounds so, correct to me. <laughs> I mean, THT is going to be, you know, the next the next Laker great. I mean, I, I do I do legitimately think like he could be a guy that gets rotation minutes, at, you know, to an extent next year because of this weird offseason. Um, but that is that is just a great one. Um did you want to add anything on KCP? There, I mean, as we said, he just kind of is what he is at this point. Yeah, I'm not in, not in a bad way either. Not in a yeah. bad way. Looking forward to the future, I'm kind of scared we lose him in the offseason. Uh, because I think a team prime sign and trade candidate. That could be that could be it too, but I I feel like there's gonna be a team that needs a wing. And there are a ton of teams that need a good wing who, who can defend and shoot threes and uh, i feel like he's gonna get a decently sized uh contract and it, it, it's gonna suck you know because he's been really good for us the last two years or yeah last no last, this year and then his first year he was great he's been really good for us uh last year and, it was after he you know it was yeah. after december right yeah his first year it was it was after the after he was out of the detention center he played really well um, I mean, it, it's the truth. Uh, and then he played great this year after a very, a very slow start. And I mean, he probably, he might've got us LeBron, honestly, NAD. Um, he was the first clutch guy. He kind of falling from heaven. Shout out to Rob Palinka. Um, and I mean, he's just a, he's a solid and he's going to be huge for us down, down for the rest of this, this playoffs. Yeah. I mean, he he didn't necessarily play Harden or guard Harden 
a ton one-on-one, but he, he mm-hmm. also didn't seem to get burned a lot, you know, which is, yeah. And he's, and he's also a solid off ball guy too. Now, yeah. you know, yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. We will, we're going to, we're going to move on to Laker yes. Twitter favorite this time this time, because you know what? I was told he was a scrub on that rock. And he scored podcast. 16 points. He scored 16 points. <laughs> Alex Caruso is oh. not a scrub. He is a legitimate no. rotation player. I was actually surprised in what game three he didn't close out. Um, but that was mainly just because Rondo turned into Rondo playoff Rondo. And I, I will, I will get to Rondo here in a minute. Um, <laughs> um, Alex Caruso. I just, I love, I love, um, Mike Breen with with a block by Caruso. Um, after, of course, Caruso to for that to happen had to have a turnover, um, which mm-hmm. was bad. But then it was it it brought on a great you know sports center top ten block of uh, did it James on purpose. Hart. He saw it coming. He did it on purpose. Yes, he he did it for the comedy gold to get um yeah. oh God, what's her name Halsey or whatever. Um, oh yeah, Halsey. Get, <laughs> get her attention because she is just. She is just swooning over him on Twitter, and it's just fantastic. You know, the guy who's who the, did not leave the bubble to go see his sister's wedding, but has brought into the bubble his mom and dad, and they're drinking wine, and it's just God, I love it. That guy, <laughs> I, just, I just, I mean, I'm he needs to be a Laker for life. Yes, like he needs I, to be. <laughs> he I, I needs agree. to be a lifer. He needs to be the next Derek Fisher, like or something like that. He needs to be something like that. He needs to be a lifer. Yeah, they need you to know, extend the game, game, game four, 30 minutes, five for nine from the from the field, two for five from three, four for four from free throw line, three rebounds, two assists, a steal, two blocks. He did have four fouls, um, only a plus one. But um, again, we go off of those. The we say that you know, game by game. Also, he was in a lot for that comeback. Oh yeah, he. Yeah. Oh man, he also just defended Harden so well. Like he Harden had got his. so many verticality plays. It yeah. was he's just so like you know. I'm sure you know if you're listening to our podcast, you listened you listened to the, you know the Laker Film Room podcast with Pete and Darius. And when we when the Lakers were playing Portland, they talked about how CJ McCollum is just such a technician with the ball. You know, mm-hmm. Caruso is that. On defense, yeah. It, as a second-year guy who was, you know, undrafted, not highly, you know, sought after, was brought in, and everyone thought he was just like a, uh, a, uh, like summer league one-hit wonder or whatever. And shout out Thomas. Years. Shout out God. The fact that he got away just still pisses me off. It just does. <laughs> like it just. He could he could just be such a great shooter in this on this team. Damn it! Um, but whatever. Um, Crusoe, as I said, just so fantastic. I he may be he may be my favorite Laker at the moment. I mean, it, I don't even really know if that's up for debate because I we talk about him so much. We should, you know just instead of the under the bus podcast, we should just talk about the Alex Crusoe podcast. 
I mean, it, that's pretty much what the podcast is, anyway. Um, yeah, uh, honestly, yeah. I, I mean, I was a guy who loved D-Love coming like, when he came to the Lakers. I was like a huge D-Love guy. Caruso might be my favorite Lakers since Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, and I'm not even I'm not even kidding myself right now. <laughs> I, I love it. It's it's so it's so wonderful, you know, because I, we we have people that still talk about you know 2000 what eight and 2009 Trevor Ariza and just all you know. We still have Steve Blake stands and on Lakers Twitter and you know for the short time. Well, I was gonna say Jeremy Lin stands, but they they're just odd. <laughs> themselves um but yeah just oh my goodness he's he is just so much he's so much fun uh tonight he was he was not great on offense uh two for six one for four five points so you know you're you're welcome um dream shake podcast to harden the take or whatever they they yeah. call it. um you're 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 welcome that Caruso didn't score 16 points. Um, <laughs> but Kyle Kuzma did score 17. So I guess. Oh, shout out to Kuz. Kuz, yeah. Yeah. So that was, yeah. Um, now I guess I, I guess it's time. I guess it is time for. You want me to lead on this one? <laughs> I just, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So didn't show it too much tonight. But he was fine. But playoff Rondo is real. <laughs> I'm not quite. I'm not going to go quite that yet. I'm not. I'm not ready. You, you're I, a pessimist. I, and it made sense. Yes. Yes. I am not ready quite to I, to say that. I just want to talk about how he harassed James Harden in games three and four. Uh, the 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 clip of where he literally uses James Harden and his arm to show the ref that he hooked was just amazing. Yeah, I, that's such simple mind. And I, I hope he does it with with Will. It was oh man, I hope he does stuff like that too because like I have trashed Rondo for the last two years. Oh yeah, it's I mean honestly. As long as we've done this podcast, anytime Rondo would come up, I would just say garbage, you know. Yeah. And regular season Rondo is garbage. Yes, he is. And even that the very first half and like one of the you know, like game one, he just wasn't great. But no, game two, Dude. game three, and game four. I mean, tonight he wasn't, as you said, he wasn't bad. But he was, I mean, he wasn't what he had been. Mm. If he can provide three games in a series where he was like that for the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals and Finals, I I'm not going to be Nas and you know buy a, his jersey. I, I don't know if Nas <laughs> actually like that, but I'm not gonna go out and do something ridiculous like that. But I uh man. I think I'll, the greatest I'll, part I'll, about this pro somehow because like he he like he still frustrates me a lot of the time even like when he's he's on like what started him in game in um in game two of being you know quote unquote playoff Rondo was a a ridiculous three point shot that he had no business making 
it was at the end of the clock. It was at the end of the clock. But yes, yeah, yes, yeah. I know, I know. But like, it was like a, a step back, like falling to his left, and just I was like, that is not going in. And then it went in. I was like, oh my god, that went in. How did he make that? How did he make that? And then yeah, he, he made I think like three in that quarter alone. I was, uh, it was yeah. I think the the best part about it is that the fact that him and Caruso are able to coexist, and it's not Rondo taking Caruso's minutes. I think yes. that's the biggest part of this. Yes, and I I pray to God that's how next series is as well. I hope it's not, you know, one or the other next series because no. that would that I think would legitimately make it a problem. Um, I'd be I wonder, willing I to bet find Rondo with with um, Caruso. All right, I found him real quick. Um, 86 minutes together in five games, so just this series. 115 offensive rating, 107.7 defense rating, so a plus 7.3. Now, that's not great, but that's a positive. Yeah, for so sure. I, I mean, I I don't know if, if uh, the lineup data that I'm seeing right now sh- is showing literally everyone that Rondo played with, um, in this series, the only guy that he was not at least a 6.4 positive in net rating was with Dion, and I think that was game one. Yeah, and um, Dion played three minutes. Yeah, and well, it was it was five minutes. It says oh. um, on on here, but again, that sometimes on uh, NBA.com is kind of screwy or whatever. Yeah. But well, I I think the best way to use those two together is with a line. This lineup that we talked about before is the one with LeBron, Rondo, Morris, Caruso, and Kuzma, which was a plus thirty seven point eight yeah. in twenty seven Ron- minutes. Rondo and just Markeith in that two man lineup, positive seventeen with Kuzma, positive six with KCP, a positive six and a half. Um, I'm mm-hmm. gonna skip the. Dudley, the Waiters, and the, the Horton Tucker. Uh, Rondo mm-hmm. with Danny Green, a positive 20. With AD, a positive 7. And then with Caruso, a positive 7. I can't, like, I can nitpick, of course. Like, the very, the game one, he wasn't great. And then game two, like, the very first half, he wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd even say, like. First three quarters. He wasn't good. And then quarter four, he was, he just turned into, you know apparently playoff Rondo over like yeah. in a matter of just like a transition from quarter three to quarter four. Um, Cause I, I specifically remember in quarter at the end of quarter three, I, in game one, I tweeted out um, Rondo shouldn't touch the floor in, in the fourth quarter. And I cam liked it. And then of course, like there was some revisionist history on the timeline about how like he was pretty good rest of the game. And I was like, no, not really. But um, ever since then, you know, game two, quarter four, he's, I, I have to give it up to him. He's been good. Yeah. I, yeah. I, there's nothing else I can say about him because he's, he has been good. He has. And again, all you hope so is, saying. yeah, saying Rage on Rondo has been good is a weird saying in 2020. Maybe in 2012, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> 2020, that's a weird thing to say. Um, the, the only, the thing you just hope is obviously that it just keeps going because, I don't think I. That's the one thing I do worry about with Bogle, as as glowing as we've talked about him in this series, uh, is if Rondo struggles, is he willing to pull him? That yeah. is the thing I'm. I don't know if I'm necessarily waiting for because I don't want Rondo to struggle. 
Um, but if it does happen, that's a big that, thing that I'm waiting for. And that was what had me worried in those first three quarters because there was talks about how how because Rondo was bad game one. There was yeah. talk about you know LeBron telling, or at least in our DMs, um, about LeBron telling you know Vogel, AD, and Rondo like this is not it. Like if you're gonna play like this, you can't play. No, right. According according to what we've heard now. If you don't believe us, that's one thing. I don't care. I don't care if you believe me or not, but that's what I have been hearing that or had been hearing that he was told you can't play like this. If you're going to play that bad, then you're not going to play. And, you know, as I said, first half of game two, he, I think there was some moments in the first half. Maybe that was good. I didn't get to see it. I can't remember exactly where I was. I think it was over my parents' house for like a barbecue or something. And, um, some people were like, well, he was good. And I was like, uh, some people are saying he was good. Some people are saying he was bad. In quarter three, he was bad. And then quarter four, yeah, it just turned into just playoff rondo. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, this is this is the point of the podcast where I, I am apologizing to Rajon Rondo for all my smack talk. If you can bring the Lakers a championship or help or not even hinder the Lakers in bringing a championship, back home i i i am sorry (laughs) i'm sorry all right um kcp we already talked about again um just he is what he is he's he's a solid player you just hope that he doesn't have his danny green moments you know where he just kind of disappears um i'm gonna save the guy that we have next because he's, it's just so much fun to talk about. We'll talk about him in a second, though. Yeah. Um, and before, and, and before, even before that, um, the next, the next guy, I'm going to say, because we were just talking about Rondo, um, waiters being hurt was. It it has me feeling a weird way. <laughs> like I I am not denying that he is not hurt. It it does just worry me that like I hope that in the Western conference finals and the finals that he is available. I don't, I don't even remember what, I know he had a migraine one game. I thought it was a groin injury. Was it a groin injury? Okay. So I, I missed what it was and I just assumed that he wasn't going to play or like he wasn't going to get minutes with whatever, whatever it was, especially since Rondo has been playing good. So I didn't bother to truly look into it, but um, I, I think uh, Waiters is still a guy who can be really valuable, and I hope that um, he gets healthy for the Western Conference Finals and and potentially the finals. Right. Um. Another guy, I guess I have to apologize to. <laughs> this is like the the Clayton apologizing tour at the moment was Kuzma. Yeah. Um. And it's it's so weird because. Kuzma was like legitimately good tonight, you know, five for nine from the field, three for six from uh, three point four for four from the field, um, 17 points. He was, he was in minus three again, game by game plus minus whatever. Um, he's been so good on defense, these playoffs. And even since the bubble hole started, it, we're just waiting for him to be kind of consistent on offense. And I can't even remember honestly seeing him like like he at this point, he's kind of like how to me, how KCP has been that he's been 
so weird to say he's been good on defense and then he's just not yeah. playing stupid like was it was it game one or game two where he the the rockets lost the ball i, I can't remember who exactly tipped it away and then he bolted down to the uh the other the other end and saved it and unfortunately they they didn't even score on that possession but i'm pretty sure that was game three was I'm pretty sure it was yeah but like that right there just made me like gain a little bit of love for Kuzma. Mm-hmm. Um, He's been legit awesome on defense, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, legit awesome, and he's just not playing stupid on offense either. So and I'm I'm still waiting. I know he has it in him, and I know there's a thirty point Kuz game coming. Oh, it's I coming. Just, I just it's feel coming. It. It's coming because well, he, he was really good against the Clippers. He was really good yeah, against the Clippers on Christmas. Didn't he go for like thirty? I, I mean, God, yeah, Aaron, in the first half, you had like 20 months, points. Man. Like, we would almost be in training camp. Like if COVID didn't hit. God, so weird. Yeah, um, But I, oh, man, that's going to be, that's, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he, he has been so good. And it's to the point where like when he's on the court, like I'm just like, oh, Kuzma's going to do something good. what was the last time i could legitimately say that like oh god good probably rookie season yeah probably kuzma coming off the bench oh this is gonna be this is gonna be a a good rotation no matter even even with like rondo on the floor when and with two of the guys that i dislike most on the team and i'm just like oh it'll be fine (laughs) yeah like just yeah so um i do i i do hope we see um, at least one thirty-point game against the Clippers because it would just be yeah amazing. It would bring such joy to my heart to see you know, especially since there has been so much talk of of the Clippers' depth, which I've yeah, excuse me, I've even done that. Talked about how I still think that you know they're a true legit contender, and you know a lot of Lakers fans want to say no, but. Um, well, they're, again, they're obviously a legit contender, but yeah, yeah, we'll get to them. But Kuz, Kuzma, I think we're gonna have to see one of those games of where he gets thirty. Um, just, just for our, you know, we're gonna just need to see one of those crazy yeah. explosions because you know when he gets hot, it's just, it's gonna be something. Yeah, um, I'm really, I'm really like I'm optimistic about this, which is so weird. <laughs> like, I'm optimistic that Kyle Kuzma is going to have a 30-point game against a Clippers team with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, or playoff P or pandemic P, whatever you want. And call I think it. pandemic P, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and like we said, his um, he had two really good games against the Clippers: the game that we won and the game that we lost on Christmas. He was good in both those games, um, and he didn't play game one against the Clippers. And yes. then I don't know, and he and he did well in the game we beat them in the bubble too. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, I'd have to look back, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm and not, not not like that one really matters. But the two games that he played, where it was like actual regular season basketball, he was good against them. And yeah. I think they're I think they're gonna leave him open because if you think of you know I know I don't want I don't want to go into details about the Clippers because I don't want to get get ahead of myself. But um, yeah, I think. I'd be willing to bet that Kuzma has a big game sometime in if, if we play the Clippers, honestly. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now it is time. No, it's time again. This is <laughs> yes. We're we're having several times this we're podcast, but now, now, yeah, now it is time to talk about Lakers Twitter favorite son. I'm Dick not talking Matthew. about like our, our our yeah, not our you know obsession with uh, with Caruso or anything like that. It is now time to talk about our true obsession, Halen Horton Tucker. You know the supposed scrub. Look, which let us pray. I, <laughs> I, I, if you want to call him a scrub, I, I honestly don't care. Um, in the past two games, he has played 17 minutes, and he like his plus minus his plus minus in game four was a plus nine. Again, not that big of a deal because it was only seven minutes, but he was two for five from the field, one for three from three. Two rebounds, two steals in seven minutes for five points. Part of, you know, the 21 points um, between him and Alex Caruso. And it just brought, like, oh, my, man. Game four, I remember watching, like, just watching it. And I'm like, that guy, who is that? And then the the DM with Zach, who we're going to have to get Zach on the show, um, especially when it comes for draft. Um, But Zach is like, is that? THT and I'm like yes yes <laughs> I'm so ready for this <laughs> and I I could not stop smiling it was I think it was only one rotation and it was only for like seven minutes yeah so it wasn't even for like like two rotations it was I'm pretty sure it was just one rotation for seven was- minutes in what what was it the the first half even it wasn't man, I can't even. Order. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, it was just he came I, in I around like the nine, the, the nine minute mark. He came like, in. Like Derek is like, I want to know the explanation from from Vogel. I'm just like, I don't give a damn. I am so excited <laughs> for this. I, this is the most entertaining lineup I have seen this entire time we've been in the bubble. Just because Taylor Horton Tucker, the what forty third or forty, I don't even remember forty was at this point. Forty six, like. The guy who played like what seven games and for the Lakers just for garbage time or whatever, he <laughs> he as a second round pick rookie who played like less than a hundred minutes in the I NBA mean, less was than 50, honestly. Just, huh? Less than fifty if you don't count, yeah, if you don't count the uh, the bubble games. Yeah, like he. He came in in game four and gave him solid minutes. Man, it was so awesome. It was so awesome seeing how how happy the bench was for him, too. That was incredible. Oh, man. It was was like he he didn't play outside of himself. Like he just – he did what, you know, came natural to him. You know, he played some defense. He he – took some open shots. There was one, like he made a, a nice layup. There was one time, especially tonight where, where he kind of put like took a, a layup where I was just like, Oh, you probably should have passed that. But, um, damn it, man. I was so, I was so happy. Just, it brought me sick joy to see that because like rockets fans, especially talking about how we don't, this, this, this game isn't anything like we're going to, we're going to destroy 
the Lakers. Okay. You literally had a second round pick who, like we've talked about, we thought he was like a legitimate lottery talent. But a second, second round pick playing in a playoff game. Seven in a full rotation of seven minutes in a playoff game. Yeah. I mean, and man, then, and then saying... he did it again. Right. Vogel was like, you know what? F it. You go play 10 minutes in the fourth quarter. Like, man, it, it's like it, it, the thing with, with like, <laughs> we've, we've, we've talked about it before. And I think these two games are kind of, a, uh, you know, pushing it even further. He's, he's like he's gonna be a guy for us like yeah i'm not even i'm not even going off of like my whole thing that i think he has legit there's somewhere in his outcome that he can be an all-star player and we've i've said that before but this is just as a guy who can who can be off the bench for the lakers next season i think he can give you 10 to 15 a night and i think he can really really add some sort of different wrinkle to the offense because he's something that we don't have outside of what lebron is it, I mean, John, if they bring him back, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and after that, that's really it. I guess Rondo at times, but we're we're gonna we're not even gonna really say Rondo because regular season Rondo isn't the same thing as playoff, right? Rondo. And maybe Kuz, but not even that because he isn't he doesn't have the handle. Yeah, um, like he's a guy who I think you can you can throw out there. He can give you like. A th- you knock down a three, I, and that's to me a big thing with him down the line is that shot. If that He's shot is like a five in the series, <laughs> if if that shot gets to a point where it's thirty five percent on a decent on a decent uh, amount of attempts, then I think he's a six man at the very least. <laughs> yeah. And the, and we haven't even seen the part of his game that he loves more than anything. We haven't seen the step back three pointers yet. Oh my god, no, we haven't. <laughs> we like haven't even seen that yet in these oh, games. I, and I, I, and I, I watched a ton of South Bay Lakers. We both have seen the highlights of THC and South Bay. He loves that step back three, and when he gets it going, it's like some James Harden shit. Like it, it's that could be or, his move. Yeah, it's that could be his move. Yeah. And again, he, we're not he, saying he's going to be James Harden or Luca. No. No, don't, no, 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 no. Again, that's like that. even best case scenario. He's not going to be those two guys. Those two guys are going to be all timers. Yeah. Um, but it's just he's such a perfect player for this for this like era of basketball too. Again, that's if wingspan. Yeah, or and he's a guy that can play one through three, maybe even four if you really, really need him to. If he bulks up enough. I mean, yeah, at this I mean, point, we're going. We're, we're going Tucker out. is playing the five at six five. Tht could be a four <laughs> at six three. Like, yeah, yeah. Especially it, it's just, since, since <laughs> Tht has that type of body. You know, it's funny. Tht would have been a really good pickup for the Rockets too. <laughs> I mean, they they also would have been good to keep Gary Clark. You know, Man. but. That's another guy who could have played five for them. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. And, and you know, again, this is just two nights where no one knows about him. No one has any tape on THT. Even if he plays next year and he plays solid, no one no one knows anything about THT. And and we, we would need to see how he responds to people scouting for him. But it's just the tools are there. They're there. 
and he has <laughs> a legit he has legit upside. And I think yes. day by day the floor is growing. Day by day, I, I think it, it it's growing closer yeah. and closer I, to. Um, I think what's super important is that the Lakers keep Phil Handy. Yeah, and like I know, one. I know a lot of time like Phil Handy is whenever we talk, whether we or Lakers Twitter or you know whatever they talk about, you know, because Handy is an elite um, developmental coach, the elite yeah. developmental Probably coach, one of the best in the league for sure. Yes, he he isn't there just for young guys, you know. Like he he's oh, there. I mean, he's helping AD. Court. He's helping AD he's a lot too. He's helping AD. LeBron loves him. Like mm-hmm. he is there. Why for I think we keep him. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, I if if Jason Kidd, you know, gets a head coaching job, oh, I think yeah. I think you should just you know screw it, put him on the bench, like. Make them yeah. one of your assistant coaches, like true assistant coaches. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah. Oh man, THT playing seventeen minutes in game four and game five, not or combined. You know, just like oh my god, that's just fantastic, just yeah. fantastic. I, it's <sighs> it's so funny that we've talked about THT probably more than <laughs> KCP and Kuz and Danny Green combined, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. That's. I mean, we're going. We're kind of. And then, you know, we we've loved the guy since before we drafted him. So we're yes. we're gonna be on this train. We're gonna be right in the front of it. Yep. Oh man. I just. I. If he becomes a good player, I will never shut up. I mean, Especially I never, if we have I him and Alex Caruso. Yeah. Alex Caruso on the team. I mean, next year a a guard or you know like one two three of. Waiters, Caruso, and THT would just—it would bring me sick joy. It would just bring me sick joy. <laughs> or we draft. No, 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 no. Think about it. this one. We, we draft trade. We, we can't. We can't. We can't get into that. We can't get into okay. That. <laughs> that'll that'll take us down one of our our traditional rabbit holes that we're I'm, trying we're trying to break. I, I'm, I'm sure we'll go down that rabbit hole after this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, with all that said, Lakers even outdo our own predictions. I think we both had them Lakers in six um, Lakers okay. beat the Rockets in, in five and shout out to, the, yeah, shout uh, out to Lakers and uh, Lakers and four, our boy, Joe, he had the Lakers in five. He had that pick from the beginning. So shout out to him for, the, for, for having that prediction. Right. Fantastic. <laughs> so, well, we're not going to get into like a full breakdown of who the Lakers are going to see in the Western conference finals. Um, but obviously with the Nuggets and Clippers going into what was, what is it? Game six now. Game six. Is it game yep. five. Like game six. I oh man, talk about sick joy. If <laughs> oh my if yeah, somehow all oh, the slander. If, oh if somehow the the Nuggets were to come back again, <laughs> again from and they were they were down three one. Yep. You know, like if, oh man, if they're somehow able to come back and beat the Clippers in seven, I, oh man, it again, sick, disgusting joy, the, all the slander. Now I don't think that's really going to happen. And I also think that would also take away from maybe one of the best series. Over oh the yeah. Past decade. yeah. Like, like we'll, we'll get, we'll get to the Clippers here in a second, but yeah. 
it, because like the Lakers, if if the Nuggets somehow do come back and beat the Clippers from being down three one, not only will the slander be great, but like that that's gonna be like a mauling. Oh yeah, I mean, I would as long as the Lakers are locked in, I would have them in five. Like, uh, I I wouldn't even take a, a sweep out of the realm of possibility. Even though, you know, the Nuggets were down three one two times. If, if this scenario comes true, we shouldn't take them for granted. They are a good team, the Nuggets, but they can't defend LeBron James and Anthony Davis. <laughs> yeah, the the Lakers have played the Nuggets according to a quick Google search, um, four times this year. Just three and one. One, one game, the Nuggets won. The, the, no LeBron in that game. No LeBron in that game. I remember that. Yeah, it was, it was um, the 22nd of December. It was yeah. it was a brutal game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and like look up and see some of this. AD was good, 32 points, he, 11 rebounds. He but was they, also like hurt that game. Like He was like weird. Yeah. He got hurt that game. I think that was the stretch of where it was just like a really weird Lakers team. Yeah, we Um, lost like four straight because we lost to the the Pacers barely because we had no AD. And then we lost to the we lost to the Nuggets, the Clippers, and then we lost one more time after the Clippers. I don't remember who it was. I think the Sixers, maybe or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. And so it was it was a 24 point win. Mm -hmm. Uh, But and surprisingly all the other games for the Lakers were well no they were Lakers beat uh eight ten so I'm at the very beginning of the bubble by mm-hmm. three points mm-hmm. that was the Kuzma shot right then what was that Kobe day there was there was there was two really close games um yeah there was the overtime game um back in February I remember uh, that. 120 to 116, and then an early December game where it was 105 to 96. No, I remember that one. That too. being said, it's different. You know, you know, trying to pull a whole Stephen A. Smith. You know, screw it, screw Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Um, Lakers in five. If if it's yeah. the Nuggets, I'm calling I, it. I don't even think that's a hot take. I think a hot take would be saying sweep, but yeah, like <laughs> like Jokic. Nico's great. He's a he's a great player, Jogic. When they get him going, he's he's incredible. But defensively, he can't defend AD. No, he can't defend Cal. He can't defend Javale McGee. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Don't tell don't tell analytics Twitter that. Um, but AD destroys him on defense. Like he just mm-hmm. destroys him. And everyone's like, "Well, how's how's AD going to defend Jokic?" Like he does every game and just destroys him. There's so many mm-hmm. times like I can't remember which one of the games it was um where he like swats him three times in one play. It, it was this year. Like just it, mm-hmm. it was it was just no contest. And people will say, "Well, th- now now the Nuggets have Michael Porter Jr." Michael Porter Jr. doesn't scare me at all. Run up, him in pick and rolls no, all yeah, day. He, he can put up points, but God, he may score 20, but he's going to give up 35. Kuzma would drop 30 on his head so quickly, man. Yeah. It wouldn't even be yes. like he is not a good defender. There was the, the, this last game after essentially calling out Jokic and Murray, which was bold. <laughs> that was bold. Um, 
he finally did show, you know, some some defense, but this entire bubble, I mean, other than that one game, he's been awful on defense. Just and even that hard. game, he had one, he shot twice in that whole game. He played 20, like two minutes. He shot twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not worried about the nuggets at all. About yeah. I I do love how how again our boy at BJ Meta talks about um them being frauds, just like the Utah Jazz. I, he just he just always calls them a fraud, and I just love it. It's just so funny. Yeah. Um, now, it does you know it, it does come down to it that I do think that the Clippers do pull it out. I don't know if they actually pull it out in Game Six. I think it might. You be. know what? Honestly, I'll say this: if it goes to seven, I think the Nuggets win. I think I think they need to do it. I think they I need to do it tomorrow. I I don't know if I quite agree with that, but the one thing I'll say is is that um you know a lot of a lot of Lakers Twitter hates Clippers Twitter, you know, mm-hmm. and you know the if it's not entirely, you know, one sided <laughs> they hate us as well, which is fine. But yeah, you know, like there are there are guys on there that I don't agree with and I don't even necessarily like. But I don't I I do think like that for the most part they're kind of good follows just to also kind of see like the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Um but um at Rich Homie Flom, I think he's a you know he's a guy that most Lakers fans would probably hate, but he's a guy who I think just to have on the timeline isn't bad. Um, but he was commenting on a Dave Dufour huh, uh tweet. Who who is saying like the Clippers are a weird team or whatever? And he Robert said um, they're simply not as good as people think they are or want them to be. It's not really an effort issue; they're just not that great. Are they playing at a hundred percent right now? Doesn't really look like it. Do their defensive problems stem from deeper reasons than effort? Effort, absolutely. So like even even Clippers fans realize you know like. They're a good team, and like they're legit contenders. He says. He says in this, and then in another one, the Clippers need to beat the Nuggets first, um, but they aren't playing as well as any of the three remaining teams in the East or at the defensive level of the Lakers. They could certainly win the championship, but I wouldn't bet on them at this point. And I, I think that's a a good outlook one for the Lakers because, you know, if the Clippers aren't aren't with it, I mean, like. Paul George has been bad these playoffs. I mean, he's like, definitely had more bad games than good ones. That's for sure. Yeah. Like, and, and Patrick Beverly is out there going and getting playing and getting cardio. You know, Doc Rivers doesn't like to play his best defensive big man. And in, in I think that's where, I think that's, that's where a lot of their problems stem from. I don't think Doc is a good enough coach for this team. I think they need a better they need a better X's and O's coach, in my opinion. They need a guy like they're not gonna get these guys, obviously, but then they need a Nick Nurse, an Eric Spolstra, a Rick Carlisle. They need one of those guys because they're way better at X's and O's than than Doc and, is. And, and I will give it to Doc that he did play Ivica Zuat's 32 minutes in game uh five. Which they were good. <laughs> they played really well that game. Yeah, he was he was a plus five, but like Kawhi, a guy who they rested a lot this year, like 
a lot of people love to talk crap about how LeBron gets rest and aids, you know, how the Lakers do rest for LeBron and whatnot. And, yeah. you know, if you want to talk crap about that, that's fine. I totally get it. It's frustrating as a Lakers fan as well, but Kawhi rested a lot too. And then in these playoffs, he's been having to play like 40 minutes a game a lot. At least, at least that's what it feels like. I, I can look it up. No, no, no. He's up to like 39 to 40 minutes in the series, yeah. I believe. In, in game five, he, he played 39 minutes. He was 12, he was 50% from the field, 12 of 24, five or 12 from three, seven to seven from the free throw line. So nine rebounds, four assists, three steals. He was Kawhi. He was really good. Yeah. Didn't matter. Just Paul think about this. Eight for 18, four for 10, six for six, six rebounds, six assists, uh, uh, two blocks and a steal, 26 points. Didn't matter because I'm, and I'm going to kind of get to it. Their dynamic duo off of the bench of Montrezl Harrell and Lou Williams are not good playoff players. They're not. We saw no, Lou Williams. Look at Lou's history. He is not. And when it comes time to it, he is not a good player with, you know, he's never been a good player in the playoffs. Never, never mm -hmm. been a good player in the playoffs. And Montrezl is so bad on defense that they could only play him 16 minutes in game five. Only 16 minutes. Him. Those are two guys, like 16 minutes and 19 for Lou. Mm -hmm. That scored almost like 18 points a game for them. And that's, the I, mean, I mean, Montrez just won six man of the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like which I I think to, to, go, to go off your uh, your point with Kawhi, also me add, adding to it. Um, LeBron's only played thirty four minutes a game in ten games. Yeah, and they, they definitely got his rest time during the the bubble time. He got he had minutes. You know, don't get me wrong. He definitely had those games where he had minutes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just. I, it, it, I mean, just, I, I think having I that up to this. Go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying. I, th I think having 34 minutes up to this point is so huge for a guy whose career average in minutes, his lowest is 38.2. I mean, it, 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 like his last two seasons with Cleveland in, in the playoffs, he was um, a 41 per minute, 41 minute per game guy in the playoffs. Like yeah. uh, it, it, it's uh, having him coming into this 30, uh, 34 minutes a night to a big, big series. Again, assuming it's the Clippers, against a, a team that is outside of the uh, outside of the the Warriors is probably the best team that he'll ever he's faced since like he came back to Cleveland. You know, yeah. O outside of the, yeah, I, outside of that of that Warriors team, it's like. They, they might be yeah. the, the the best one. Um, yeah. And having him have that much rest going into it is huge. Yeah. It's really interesting. The The Clippers dismantled the Nuggets in game one. They beat them by 23, which the Lakers yeah. then beat Rockets tonight, I think, by 23. Um, yeah. Nuggets then won, won by nine. Then the Clippers only won by six. But then the Clippers then won by 11. Then they lost by six. It seems to be getting smaller and smaller. And as i said it kind of goes for me it goes back to their bench like i think i think paul george will like he'll just eventually you know put up what we think he should yeah you know or like what he sh should just honest, honestly be expected to like because even though he's had bad games so he will probably have 
a couple really good games, you know? Yeah, of course. But when Lou Williams and Montrezl Harrell are your two best players off the bench, and it's not even close. They're, they're two best players off the bench. Yeah. They're only – they didn't even play their season averaging in game five. In game six, I don't think it's – I think it's going to go the same way. They both – they combined for like, what, 56 minutes a night during the regular season and 36 points. And in game in game five, they they only played a combined 35 minutes. And had a combined ten points. Like, yeah, what? what? Like, you can't uh, have that, man. You cannot have that with LeBron and AD out there. Cannot, yeah, because and, they'll. And I feel like, yeah, you win with your stars. Obviously, it's it's Kawhi and Paul George. It's as they go. If if Kawhi is Kawhi that we expect, then they'll be in it. But if Paul George isn't. Then they yeah. it might not be, and then especially with your two best bench guys, who it might be it might be a really tough time. Like the Lakers don't have like that great bench scorer, you know. Kuzma has his nights and and everything like that, but yeah, I mean he's not your he's not your traditional like man. Minutes. Yeah, thirty eight point seven minutes a night for Kawhi these playoffs in 11 games 38.7 that's a great that's a lot man especially for a guy with like a degenerative leg issue like that's a that's a concern you know and again he's been good you know shooting well from the field not as great from the three-point line only 31 percent from three um these playoffs but Man, I I have been like really opt, like pessimistic about facing them in the playoffs, but I'm kind of I'm kind of like to the point where I just don't really see us losing. And maybe that's just me being getting, you know, over my head at the moment. But uh with with Harold and Lou having their massive defensive struggles not performing like they're they're gonna have to rely on their starters a ton. So yeah. Kawhi, Marcus Morris, Zubots, Pat Bev, and Paul George. And uh, again, Paul George is playing a ton of minutes too. A lot. Mm-hmm. Like in game in game five, he played forty two minutes. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up what he has here in a second for um for the entirety of playoffs, but. Whew. I'm, I'm, kind of looking, kind of looking forward to that. I, I, I do think it would probably go six or seven, um, but I, yeah, they're not, and they're not even really the team that <clears throat> I would look forward to facing, just because like I don't think it would be as easy as you know some super headstrong Lakers fans would be. Um, no, so like it, if it I wanted to, you know, I mean, we're not going to sweep the Clippers. Like yeah. it's not going to happen. Yeah. If, if I wanted like a, like a, a were a, a series that I'm really confident in, it would definitely be um, the Nuggets. But yeah. I'm kind of starting to talk myself into yeah, 36 and a half minutes um, for PG, which 
is actually less than what he's played the last uh, three years in the playoffs. Um, but when it comes time to playing Lakers, that's going to go up, and he's going to be he's going to be tired. I think the main um, thing is just making sure Vogel doesn't have many minutes where at least one of AD and Braun are on the court. Unless it's um, obviously garbage time. AD is, is uh, sitting on 35 minutes per game right now, just as a, just as a comparison. Um, both LeBron and AD are playing less minutes than Paul George, which, and again, I think the teams that we've played are, I think overall are better than the teams they've played. I, like Dallas is, you know, it's Luca, but uh, Nuggets aren't Casey, as good. Out, or uh, KP with a meniscus issue, yeah. and and then him getting ejected and whatnot, yeah. and then Luca. I mean, would they go five or six games that round? I mean, like Luca with the with the uh, ankle issue, like it was. It yeah, was the Rockets that. are very obviously the best of those four teams, like pretty yeah. obviously. Yeah, and you know they they struggled Dallas with KP or with uh, Luca, and they're struggling right now with the Nuggets. Um, and I don't know if I say struggling; they're kind of like shooting themselves in the foot. Uh, but yeah. it's it, it's just like I think we've we've played the better teams overall. And they have played a little like a lot of people said that that the Clippers had an easy stretch into the, the Western Conference Finals, and said we had the most difficult stretch in, into the Western Conference fi- Finals, and we made it first. I, I, I don't know. It, I just think it's there's a lot of people that still think are still giving the Clippers the edge, and I think at the very least it's even. At the very very least, there's like no edge, and uh, that's just me being like, that's just me just saying it's. <laughs> It, it, it's going to be a hard-fought series, of course, and Kawhi's going to give us trouble, as he always does, because um, he's Kawhi Leonard. Uh, but I think we have an, I think we could have a answer for him. And I really – and this well, we'll talk about more if, if we do end up playing the Clippers, but I'm really interested to see AD minutes on Kawhi. But I, we'll go deeper into that if and when we have a Clippers-Lakers preview. I love saying that, if. Or, I I mean I do I do want to I do want to play them just so then like they they can't say anything you know oh yeah I I, I want if, to be the one even, even if they them. did it then I would just be like you couldn't beat the Nuggets you know like yeah. that would be I don't know I don't know which one would make me happier to I know. I just want to see LeBron talk shit to Pat Bev or actually no I I don't want him to I want him to ignore him like yeah. the little little bug that he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. but no. so all right we, we're not going to go too much into that we're running a little longer than we anticipated so merge where can every everyone find you uh they can find me at merge christian on twitter um yeah wonderful and you can find me at lakers 1949 um final thoughts merge do you have anything you want to throw out there um, I would like to say that game four was a a game created by God for me and you. Um, uh, that was the perfect Clayton and Christian game. I was screaming at, at the top of my lungs at every Caruso verticality play and three pointer. And when THC had that, that fake hesitation, Euro step, whatever he had, I ran around the whole house. <laughs> 
Yes, it was just. I want to thank the Rockets podcast for all the great entertainment and showing yourself to be like QN on supporters, essentially, because like y'all are crazy with conspiracies. It was <laughs> it was hysterical. So um, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Spotify or Pocket Cast and all wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us. So please go ahead, rate and review us. Leave us a comment it would be so wonderful um talk crap about merch it's just it's, it would make me it would make me laugh excuse me thank you all for listening and you guys have a good night peace